Hi everyone, my dad Dallas and his mate Jono keep on making uh, brilliant episodes of the Dad Game podcast each week. I am sure this one will be a cockatoo, I mean a crackatoo. Also, Ocean Soul keep on supporting the lads and I love that Ocean Soul also support the environment. And you can check out their stuff at ocean-soul.com.au or on Facebook at Ocean Soul AU. Hey, go easy on me. I'm just going to turn my video on. Don't laugh. All right. <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean? Oh, oh what? How do I look? Um, good. All right. You don't, I'm a bit far back. You probably can't really see it too much, but people who are, hopefully I'm coming through okay on the microphone here, but I've had a nose job. Yes, sort of. You look, <laughs> not, not a, yeah, you not look like a, you look like Michael Jackson, sort of circa nineteen eighty six. Yeah, now. I've been going. I've been going with. I sent a photo to a few mates, <laughs> and one of them sent it. Sent it back. Sent sent back some inf- um, some stuff saying I look like. Have you seen a Grinch with Jim Carrey? Yeah, yeah. I look like you know the Who characters, all the little Who's yeah, out of yeah. Whoville, and they've got that upturned nose. At yeah. the moment, that's what I've got because I had a had a septoplasty surgery, as you know. I'm not yep. sure how my voice is going to come across on the microphone. Hopefully, all right. But yeah. I've got a couple of little plastics. I think they're called stents okay. or something, like some spaces up there at the moment. And my nostrils are gigantic. Yeah. And they're pretty pretty tender. It's pretty uncomfortable up there. So I've got this weird upturned nose at the moment, hence why I'm not leaving my house. Yeah. Um, and when I do, at least I've got a mask on, which is pretty pretty painful. <laughs> but I'd rather wear that and have people see what I look like. So yeah, thanks well, for going easy on me, mate. All jokes aside, you look beautiful. In fact, I think you look better than normal. So yeah, um, hopefully I've come out of it with a free nose job at the same time. (laughs) So keen keen listeners of the show will, will know that you, you flagged this very, very early on. So I don't know anything you just said about the plasty, whatever, but um, you had a deviated septum. Yeah. I I don't know. Probably for the last 10 years, it started to, I've started to realize that every time I lie down at night, I can't breathe out one of my nostrils Okay, and it's resulted. Yeah. I've, I've had a deviated septum, which came from a, a three or four broken noses from a footy career. Okay. Um, so finally got that fixed up and that was about six days. I'm on, I think I'm on day six recovery now. It was really early on Monday morning that yep. I got the surgery done and waltzed on out of there thinking I'd recovered really quickly and this was going to be easy. And I think I was super high on the, um, the medication that they gave me <laughs> and gradually that started to wear off. I've run out of the really heavy stuff they gave me and I'm just doing the Panadols now and trying to wean off them a little bit too. So yeah, yeah I was a bit out of it for a few days, lying in bed and just recovering and, and still I, I felt really guilty. I was trying to get up and help my wife out a little bit who had the two boys on her own and Yep. I think I mentioned last week that one of the boys, our oldest Jack, had caught tonsillitis, and now that's been passed to our youngest Josh. So he was a bit of a nightmare, but Yana, as she does, just got through it and, and powered yeah. through and looked after them all, and kept sending me back to bed because I was no no good at helping anyway. So I was much more much more help lying in bed and recovering so that I'd be right by about this time. Yeah, well, it's sort of uh, you know early on in this episode where we'll drop the topic as well, which is is recovery. And as we've always Funny said, that. yeah. And as we've always <laughs> said, we try and whether it's by uh, natural causes or whether it's through us, you know, looking at what we're doing every every day and, and trying to reflect that. So recovery obviously came about when you were post surgery, and we we're talking about our, our next few episodes coming up. And clearly, you were high as a kite because you actually had some yeah. good, you had some good ideas coming through. <laughs> um, and I thought, oh, geez, this isn't. <laughs> someone picked up Jono's phone, but. No, yeah. no. Um, and, and recovery sort of in the sense, obviously post-surgery, 
but recovery, particularly from a sporting sense, is really huge these days. And then maybe how it links back into, into being the regular or very ordinary dad as well and very ordinary human being, like we always do, try and make those sort of tedious and longbow sort of links between what, what those elite people do and what we can do. So clearly your, yeah. your surgery, thank you for getting the surgery, not only because you sound amazing compared to your, <laughs> your squeaky, whiny little voice before. Amazingly voice, yeah. But um, secondly, you know, it gives, gives us great content. So I'm thinking if I could just go in and get some plastic surgery at some point too, um, <laughs> it just might give us great content. So I wouldn't, um, wouldn't recommend it. I know that these influencers go and get the proper nose jobs and they're out of action for about six weeks. I don't know how they do that. that it is pretty painful at the moment and just... Yeah, well, it, I'm just a bit of a mess. That's right. And look, normally we get straight into the drinks we're having, and I'm only on water uh, this Same. week. Yeah, so yeah. obviously yours is part of your recovery and trying to oh. – yeah, not that you snort beer up your nose, I hope, but, <laughs> um, but no. I, I, I'm on the water because I'm, I'm heading off to the gym after this uh, recording because I'm oh, trying nice. to climb the – and th- this goes back into the plastic surgery chat – I'm trying to climb the distance and elevation of Mount Everest in the next 12 weeks on like a, on like a stairmaster or, or even, even go to the beach and do some beach stairs or, or we've got a mountain out Geelong way, uh, the Yuyangs, the the mountain range. So sort of head up there a few times, whatever, but you know, that's to give me that (laughs) bubble butt, but I do know there's a much easier way where the Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Well, have you heard (laughs) that people are now literally getting fat sucked out of their guts and then like put back into their bum. Mate, I live on the Gold Coast. This is like yeah. advertised on buses and things. <laughs> I know. And, and bus stops. I see it all the time. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Anyway. Um, I know. Unbelievable. So you said before. That'll about, be you. Yeah, that it will be me. Um, yeah, and I've got, a, I've got a lot to get out of the gut so that you... <laughs> There'll be a, a, a really good one in, in my book. You said before about the guilt and things, but and before yeah. we get into our sort of topic, like it is a real struggle to treat yourself well sometimes yeah. uh, because it is a selfish process, of course. Yeah, how have you been going with that? Because you, oh. you'll, you'll have been hammered by the medicos to recover properly from this, no doubt, like in post, yeah. post-surgery. You get a yeah. whole list of things that you have to do to recover. And, and it obviously the... The success or failure of an operation such as this can rely on how you recover and how you treat yourself afterwards. How have you sort of gone with with that focus? Yeah, well, it's funny you say that. I've um, come home with a list, like a printout of things I had to do, and thank God I did because anything they told me, I can't remember. I just I remember sending you a photo. Actually, I was listening. Mm. I think I was listening to the end of our podcast, trying to <laughs> trying to make sure that because uh, I hadn't got around to listening to it yet to make sure that nothing had gone wrong. It was a bit too late by then, but I don't remember listening to that either. So I'm sure we were good. Yeah. But yeah, they um they've given me a whole list of things when to take medication. I've done those sinus nose washout things. No, oh, yeah. I don't recommend doing those. I hate doing them. I have to do them three times a day. But I've never had a surgery before. Never had mm. to recover. Funnily enough, with all my injuries in footy, it was all just you know like wear a moon boot or or get a bandage or something like that. But yeah. or do some do some um some rehab. But I've never actually had to actually have a surgery and then sit down and do nothing. And yeah. obviously, there's so many good things that I'm discovering from doing that. But yeah, I've I've been guilty about it. I can't sit still for very long. I've always, yeah. you know, I'm, I finally found a good book, which I've it's sort of kept me in one spot, which has been nice, and a few TV shows and a bit of sport that's been on. Yeah. But I yeah haven't haven't been too good with it. I've just realized I'm not very, I've never been a very still person, which is something I'm trying to get more into my life. Yeah. But even not being able to exercise has been hard. 
just I, I think my body's starting slightly to resemble Monty Burns at the moment. I've got that <laughs> like I'm losing all any muscle that I had and I'm just just wasting away, but it's keeping a little bit of a gut. That, so that makes me to that. That makes me Smithers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that works well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I have been hey, I've been blown away though. So many people reaching out. I think I've put a photo up on Instagram when I was still pretty high. Um, straight after the operation when I got home with a little bandage on the nose and just had lots of people messaging and reaching out and seeing how I'm doing. So that's been really humbling. Yeah. So thanks to anyone that's that's done that. But yeah, no exercise. I can't even go and dip my head in the pool. So we've had some really nice weather. Funnily enough, it's rained for weeks. And then as soon as I have my operation, the weather's been amazing. Yeah. And I haven't been able to go out in the pool and put my head under, which is something I'm craving at the moment. But I am starting, I said to my wife, I'm starting to really appreciate all the little things that we do in life that you take for granted. Yeah. So even just going for a walk with a dog or trying to go for a run or do 15, 20 minutes of exercise. Yeah. You know, have a dip in the pool, have a bit of a lie in the sun, all of that stuff that I can't really do at the moment. I'm really missing it. And I think that's all I want to do. Just the, the basics. Yeah. And, but, and yeah, getting through it. it gives you an appreciation of people who, and I'm not saying this flippantly, but this is a relatively, relatively minor sort of surgery and, and something that, you know, opt in, opt out type sort of a thing. Yes, you know, for yeah. people for people who go through, you know, life-saving surgeries or 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 chemotherapy and these sorts of things, you know, it, it gives you a a a beginning of appreciation how much that changes their entire life. But also yeah. it's a it's a it's I hate that word journey, but it's a journey that you <laughs> your whole family has to go because while you're on the sidelines, um your wife's picking up the pieces there. The boys yeah. have to adjust a little bit. You know, everyone's doing something different, but hence why the recovery conversation is so important because if, and we'll get into it soon, but if you recover properly, um, you can actually bounce back a bit bigger and better because for you, the surgery is supposed to improve your, your you know, quality your, your, your quality of life. So yeah. ensuring that you bounce back from that and use your recovery period correctly, then your actual performance, so to speak, in the dad game should improve as a result of proper recovery and proper sort of relaxation. So that's the story that's you gotta it. you gotta tell yourself when you're guilty and being told off by the missus by you know <laughs> get back into bed is the story is that at some point your performance and quality will actually improve as a result. But we'll get into that. Um, longer. Absolutely. Now, you've had a bit of time in your relaxation to come up with a bit of a dad hack, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I was having a bit of a think the other day and I was actually Googling something in relation to this because our son, he loves putting his shoes on and taking them off now. And he's not too bad at it. But I sort of thought uh, when you're trying to teach left and right foot, obviously mm-hmm. for a three-year-old, that's starting to come into play a little bit, but it's probably not quite up to that yet. I read something that if you can buy a big sticker and then you cut it in half, and then put it in the shoes so that when the shoes are together, you put uh, a half in each shoe. When the shoes are together, it makes the sticker. Yeah. That's how they get their feet in there into the right sides. And that's Beautiful. actually a really good idea because obviously if they put the shoes the wrong way around before they put their feet in, the sticker doesn't match up. Yeah. Hopefully the sticker doesn't come back out once they pull their, you know, their feet and their yeah. socks back out. But I imagine that this will be really handy. And we've got stickers coming out the wazoo at the moment. So we'll maybe get one and stick it in the shoes. And I'll let you know how that goes because I found that really handy. I thought that's a really, really good idea. So once we start trying to really hammer that down, yeah, we're going to all hone in on that. We're going to we're going to use the stickers in the shoes. So anyone who wants to try that, do it. Let us know. Get onto us, and um, we'll see how that played out. Great hack. What about really you, good. mate. You um, we normally move on to recommendations after dad hack. Have you got something for us this week? Because I've been pretty lazy. I haven't done any cooking or anything. Yeah. So this one is a food recommendation. 
this one is it actually comes as a result of researching some sort of dietary advice around recovery and best recovery and um, you know protein and good fats and these sorts of things that are ideal as people are sort of recovering from you know sporting events sporting injuries yep. um, post-op etc so it's yes. a, it's basically a salmon pokey bowl um, oh, yes. most people know these days the pokey bowl idea it's essentially just so a good. bowl shoved full of whatever it is that you sort of yeah, want it's like a burrito bowl like they yeah. on it. You don't, just don't put the wrap on it and just put it in a bowl that's right <laughs> so, um yeah. and this one's really easy i think you know there's probably recipes out there and, and i, I want to try and get this recipe it's my own little mini invention but a recipe on on our instagram but it's the best thing is it's one pan i use microwave the brown rice and quinoa you know those little yeah little bowls you buy the great thing is you can just use like some tomatoes, some zucchini, or, or get rid of some of those veggies that are about to turn. So just yep. a handful of veggies, the salmon in the bowl. Once the salmon's cooked, you sort of wrap it up, let it rest, throw all your veggies in the pan while 90 seconds, the rice is in the microwave. And then when it's all done, rice goes down, salmon goes in, veggies on top, squeeze of lime juice, and you're laughing. You're, you're done. Oh. Really filling. But also, yeah, gets rid of a few of those. You know, when you open the fridge, you think, oh man, I've got to use that zucchini or I've got to use some of that capsicum before it, like it's about yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah. These sorts of little pokey bowls, because you can just use anything that's in there, easy. Yeah. And it's a great, like the other day, I was actually debating whether or not to go through the KFC drive through. Instead, mm-hmm. went to Coles, picked up a one bit of salmon, got home, cooked all of this in like, two minutes three you know three minutes because salmon doesn't take that long and was eating it thinking oh it's better than like it's i'm glad i chose that over the zinger burger let's just say that yeah better for you too yeah what you've done there is quite funny Uh, people who i work with would know this for years i've pretty much eaten the same thing for lunch at work like roughly apart from leftovers etc yeah but i always bring one microwave brown rice and mm-hmm. an avocado. Then if I don't have an avocado, I'll get like a microwave veggies pack or some spinach and a tin of tuna. Oh, yeah. And then either flavored tuna or just Oh, jeez. Everyone, everyone at work would love you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Stink the room out. Yeah. But it, it, I worked out it cost me like a, it's 2 or $3 for a lunch. It's got protein. It's got carbs. It's got good fats in it. And it's just so easy. It's at 40 seconds in the microwave, quickly open everything else up, smash yeah. it in the bowl. And it's so yeah. good for you. It keeps you, keeps you healthy and covers all bases. That's right. It's it's good now. Like at the moment, my job is all work from home. So the whole yes. idea is like tuna and stuff like that's not a problem. But I've just started a new job, as keen listeners would know. You and don't want to be that the, guy. The last thing you want to do is be bringing in like, you know, tinned fish and those sorts of things into yeah. the office because, yeah, you don't want to be that guy. But you don't mind being that guy. You can be that no, I've guy. Been, I've been there 10 years. I'm going to start bringing in anchovies and things soon just yeah. because I can. And <laughs> just and take bring them in on the last day of school term. <laughs> and then leave them in the fridge in the holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm sure that happens at schools. I'm, I'm sure of it. Moving on to the main topic today, it's a bit funny actually that because I've been lying around the house and and doing nothing, I've actually found no time to do any research, which yep. is a little bit weird. So, as all good, you know, partners do, you've picked up the slack on this. I like to think that you've done the what's the word the um the research, and I've yep. done the practical on, yeah. on recovering. That's right. So I've been experiencing it for us. Yeah, for sure. And, and it, as I said before, it's so, it's great that we're, we, you know, we continue to pick up whether it's a conscious thought or an unconscious thought, pick up topics that, that really relate to what we're, what we're going through. So um, you haven't got the background this week on the recovery. So I'll sort of pick it up from here, but 
um yep. you know it, it it's great as we've always said it, it's great to form that sort of conversation and 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 work through but the way i looked at recovery was in a couple of ways which is essentially as we try and do we try and link you know that sporting side of things to our lives and, and try yep. and draw those you know really kind of yeah those those long links that that you know the elite sports people do and how that works for us but Coming from a, a website, mentalnotes.com, so a doctor, uh, Andrea First, had put together essentially a bit of a definition, which recovery is the re-establishment of, an, of the initial state. So, and I reckon that's yeah. just a simple way to put that it, it's about getting back to or, or potentially improving on where you were originally. So from a parental perspective, we all know we can get tired and, and grumpy and agitated and, and less effective as parents and partners and friends and all these things. Mm. So using this conversation around recovery to take opportunities as we learn about them to get better or get back to where we were once uh, as a yeah. parent. So, and, and some of the things, particularly from a mental perspective, but we'll go through some other things as well physically, but it essentially is maximizing the gains from training uh, to improve quality in every session and ultimately in your performance. So again, I look at that as a, and we spoke a little bit about it last week is around utilizing all the opportunities that we have in life as a bit of a lessons learned. If you recover through some of those stressful times or you recover from some of those things that have been really dramatic, well, then you can actually come back and, and gain from those things. Uh, improving yep. consistency of quality and performance and minimizing or eliminating injuries, illness, and burnout, which burnout yeah. in the in the dad game community really <laughs> relates to stress, I think. You know, that's where yeah, it kind yeah, of comes. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, for you this week, um, that's what you're looking to achieve, all, all three of those things, both physically from your nose, but yep. also, I suppose, you know, coming back from this recovery state as a parent, because you're going to, yeah. you're, you're you're essentially having a bit of a break from that. Um, yeah, and it, it's been funny. I've been missing it a little bit. As I, I'd come out occasionally from the bedroom and see the boys, and and it's funny how like I look at them in a bit of a different light. Like mm. I, I want to hang out with them. I want to you know do their lunches and change the nappy even etc. So yeah, yeah. I, I almost treated it in a way. I, if I could get into the right mindset, it was like a little bit of a break, like a bit yeah. of a holiday because I've been on the go for so long, and always sort of doing a lot of lot around the house and and just taking a step back from that is really beneficial. It's, yeah, it's been nice to sort of just sit back and relax, and then and and then go again. Hopefully, you know, in a week or so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, like, I actually was thinking about like what sports or what types of people are, are are most likely, you know, to need recovery as a strategy. And sort of thinking through, you know, different activities. Obviously, you know, activities like boxing and marathon running and these sort of things are that they recover in a very different way that they, they, they actually break their bodies mm. essentially and, and need to ultimately sort of recover like physically sort of, yeah. you know, recover. Whereas I looked at some stuff that Arnold Schwarzenegger had done through his bodybuilding stages. Cause you know, these are, these are guys who are, are going to the gym twice a day, six times a week or sometimes more to, you know, to build these sort of you know, unrealistic, almost, you know, crazy mm. bodies that yep. there is a period of recovery or deloading that they they have to go through. Now, uh, uh, a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger: "Overtraining is more often." No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> Doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it always whenever I try and do an Arnie impression, it turns out it's like my best ever South African accent. 
<laughs> I can't yeah, do a enough. South African accent if you ask me, but if I'm let's so, just do Arnie. I'll, yeah. I'll try let, let's do an Arnie one, okay? Yeah, okay. Uh or no, I can't do it now. <laughs> so nah, over, fair enough. All right. Overtraining is more often than not simply a matter of under recovering. So mm. in that in that sense, getting getting to that period of time where your consistency and quality and parental things are starting to really drop. It's yeah. not so much that you're doing often it's not so much that you're doing too much. It's just that you're not giving yourself a break in between. And, and I, I looked at that and thought, gee, that's a huge shift in my mindset where sometimes I'm sort of beating myself up for working too hard or doing too much or, you know, focusing on having, having too many different focuses. But maybe mm-hmm. instead of that, using Arnold's impeccable brain, um, <laughs> yeah. but thinking about it more that, no, you can keep doing all of those things. You can have all these great habits. You can catch up with mates. You can hang out with the kids. You can work really hard. You can... But so long as you're recovering well, yeah. So that yeah. that to me made a hell of a lot of sense, and it actually reminded me of a a, a quote from our um our guest Lincoln uh, a few yep. a few weeks ago, which was he he said that you can only train as much as you can recover from. I don't yeah, know if you remember, remember him that. saying that, but yep. that yep. to me was a a really like nice way to put it too. The the other thing that Arnie went on to say is it's where you don't it's where you don't make any improvements. Uh, you lose interest uh, and start to experience fatigue. So he actually, you know, broke out yeah. tiredness and, and being grumpy to fatigue that long journey of fatigue. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's the real impact of not finding time to recover. He, he also went on to say in this article about the risk of instead of recovering properly, people will change up their activity and it may not yeah. be what they set out to achieve the first time around. So if you're looking to become Mr. Universe, you start getting tired, you start getting, um, you know, some injuries, but rather than recovering from those, you actually change up your original gym sessions or, or goals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can keep doing exercises, but you're not going to become Mr. Universe. So I thought yeah. that was really interesting to come from that. Yeah, I like that. Yep. And I think again, in your, in, in, in your way, it's it's you're getting told off from, and we, we keep saying that. I'm sure you're not getting told off. No, no, but, not really. But you're you're being you know actively managed, maybe um, redirected, redirected yep. because essentially you're trying to. You essentially you're overtraining. You know you're trying to yeah. do it all. Yep. And the reality is you need to recover. Yep. I even told her this morning that I, I, I'm on day six, as I said. So I did a couple of push ups and um, body weight squats today just to see what would happen. And I got yeah. through them. So, yeah, good. Yeah. You watch tomorrow, I'll be on the, um, on the weights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Back in the gym. No, I won't. The other sport that I thought, particularly this time of year, summer, a lot of, a lot of stuff in the news at the moment about the tennis. Yeah. The other sport yeah. I thought was around recovery was tennis. And, and looking into that as a, uh, Big time. Uh, yeah, huge. So, in order to win a grand slam, not only have you played plenty of tennis leading up to it, you know, there's those, but you know, you look at the Australian open and they're yep. all playing the Sydney classics or the Adelaide open or whatever that they're, they're playing a lot of games and competition mm. before they even hit that. But in order to win a grand slam, you've got to play seven games in 14 days, progressively yep. actually getting harder in terms of uh, competition. Um, yep. And there's a couple of examples Novak Djokovic, which everybody loves. He's Australia's favourite um, tennis <laughs> player at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, he once played a world record breaking semi-final, you know, nearly five hours against Andy Murray to get yeah. into a final and then had to and then played a five setter two days later, a four hour five setter against um, Rafa Nadal. So he's had to play and over in like 35 degree heat plus a- down absolutely. Yeah. So hot. Yep. So in order to win, you know, he's he's been playing tennis in the in the space of you know 72 hours or less than 72 mm. hours for over you know 10 or 11 hours of that um yeah, crazy so and then there was um, i think at age 35 so only a couple of years ago um federer uh, he had some a run of four out like five set games like four of them in a row to yeah. win um yeah so and why recovery obviously for the obvious reasons, recovery in tennis is important, but it's also the mental recovery that they need to do because tennis is as much about endurance and power, you know, as anything, but guys like, you know, the best in the world, like Federer in particular, but it's decision-making and it's actually the, the competition against your opponent. So they're actually having to think about, they don't just play the game, like you and I, if we went and played tennis, we're just playing, right? <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah, actually yeah. breaking down your opponent's strengths and weaknesses and do they yep. hit hard on the left side or the backhand or whatever. So they actually stay, they have to stay mentally sharp as much as physically sharp. So 100%. their processes, and this is something that you can have a think about in your next couple of days of recovery is it's clearly yeah. starting to move. So they keep moving. So you've just said yep. you've, you know, sleep, clearly. Yep. Uh, meditation. Um, and, and a lot of tennis players are huge on meditation, um, gratitude, but also they hit a lot of balls between games in, in, in simple, like they take the easy to get back to their best, to feel good between games. So Mm. there's this theory out there that they finish a five setter and they feel like they're playing bad tennis. They're just getting through. Yeah. They go, they, they meditate, they relax, they break down their opponent, and then they go and hit easy balls to, to sort of give themselves a sense that I'm back at my best. Yeah. Um, and I think from a parenting perspective, it's maybe not sometimes when you need a break, it's just not setting yourself too many challenges. Like if you know your kid mm. doesn't want a bath tonight and not giving them a bath is not going to kill them. Yeah. And maybe, maybe just, hit some easy balls and just, uh, don't, <laughs> just like, uh, hey, actually, <laughs> that's the wrong u- euphemism. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, Here's a dad hack. Just, just give him the, um, the wipe bath. Like yeah. The, um, just the face yeah, washer. Bacterial wipe. Yep. Yeah. We, we call it a face washer wash and don't fight that fight. Give yourself a chance for you to recover and get back into that sort of sense of I'm doing good as a parent put them to bed, get them to sleep and just, you know, work through to the next day. So I was looking yep. at that as a bit of a hack and a, a bit of a, a thing there thinking we often, when we're not feeling good, try harder to get back to our best. Whereas some of the tennis players are going and just hitting their 54 hands down the line, feeling good about it. And that's their recovery. So, yep. yeah. Now I don't know lots on recovery, but I do know a little bit about um, just the difference between passive and active recovery. Yep. That wasn't in your notes for further down the track, was it? Essentially that a lot of people will do a mix of both, but, and I was yeah. looking at how that looks for us as regular people. So there's obviously full yeah. rest, full recovery, yeah. but That's then the passive. Yeah, yeah. And then the active is that sort of, um, yeah, the way like to sort of walk or a yeah. swim or yeah. something yeah. light. Definitely. Yeah. So we can, we can put that in play a little bit as parents too. Yeah, so three strategies that that I sort of took out of 
you know, both Arnie's work and the tennis guys and, and other things that we know, and, and even the mental yep. notes was yep. to disengage. So that's yeah. that real pass. So meditate, connect. So yep. one real great way is go out the back, sit like the kids are inside playing, go out the back and call a mate and just have a chat yep. about yep. footy and cricket and tennis and what have you. Helps a lot. Yeah. Breathing, um, lots of recommendations around to, to disengage and to recover, you know, your breathing techniques. But I, I thought way back to one of our earlier episodes and thought, yeah, geez, if I wanted to, if I wanted to disengage and actively recover in a moment, in a, in a period of time where I'm starting to be stressed or whatever is go back to that sea touch, taste, smell here yeah. thing. And, yeah. and it takes you so far out. Like it takes you out of the moment, but into a moment, if that makes that any sense. That was a contribution sense at all. from Lisa, I think. Lisa yeah. said that. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other strategy was pre-sleep routines. So, in order to recover mm. properly in, in periods of time, is and uh, particularly mental recoveries, we've all laid awake or woken up halfway through the night thinking, oh, you know, stressing yeah. and thinking, and that that yeah. it's just, but you know how we most parents will set up a pre-sleep routine for their kids because they know in order to shut a kid's mind down, you got to start working on it pretty early in the night. Yeah. Sleep yeah. cues, we call them. Yep. Yeah. Why do we not afford ourselves <laughs> that? I know. I so know, definitely. Yeah. And cause you're doing a lot of resting at the moment, like yep. it may be harder to sleep. Yep. Like, yep. and, and, and well, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I, I found early on that I needed to start thinking about sleep a lot more and naps were a good thing because your body recovers so much better when you're asleep. Yeah. because it shuts down obviously and then it can go to work so yeah i i tried really hard to make sure that, like i had didn't check my phone mm. probably for they always say for like an hour or so before you go to bed because of the light reading for me is something i know that puts me to sleep or usually yeah so i'll try and read for a good chunk and, and then really that's when my mind starts going watching tv doesn't really help anymore mm. uh, especially if i'm resting all day so yeah sleep was something i've really been focusing on a bit lately actually funnily enough you say that yeah, absolutely. And then learning from, from our kids' routines too. Like if we're going to give our kids a, a good routine to get them calm, relaxed and, and sleeping through the night or whatever it might be, then um, yep. maybe then giving ourselves that same thing. But the other strategy is, so sports people do it and even business people do it, you know, rest days, so holidays, time away, whatever. Yep. And I, I looked at it from our perspective. So rest day could be something as simple as a date night. Mm, you know, yeah, so good. getting getting out and, and doing yep. something different. Um, yep. It could be exercise. Like, so for us, it actually could be exercise or could be going and doing something for yourself, hitting mm -hmm. golf, yep. fishing, whatever. And the other one, uh, controversially, and, and my wife and I sometimes think we're being bad parents or we're, we're being whatever, but it's what we call a free day. So oh, yeah. almost stripping back the intensity of your routines yep. and it's a get your own dinner night. It's yeah. a, we'll do the dishes tomorrow night, but not out of, yeah. not, at all, not out of laziness, but a little bit out of today doesn't need to be a strict regimen. Let's give it everyone. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a hot, like it's not a holiday and it's not, it's not, you know, excusing yourself from all responsibilities, but allowing a little bit more freedom for all parties to just chill a bit yeah. and yeah. everyone can do their own thing. What that sort of, I suppose it tr translates to a little bit is 
knowing that then the next day you you've got to get back in it's a moment of a period of going all right it's a rest day it's a free day Mm. it's a you know but we we have to sort of hit the ground running we do find though that that works really really well okay yeah i like that idea i might have to put that in place yeah um because how how important is routine right like yeah exactly we're very routine based absolutely it's nice to break away from it yep yeah there might be some mental growth strategies in breaking the routine just for a little bit, giving yourself mm. that recovery period. And then, as I said before, that, that reestablishment then of the initial state after recovery. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, we love our, like, you know, it, it translates sometimes to pajama days or to <laughs> yeah, get your own stuff. Pre-kids, or, pre-kids it was a hangover day. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, that, that's sort of the, the, the routine or the, the research that I've gone through yeah. for me too. a less, a huge lesson learned for me over time is I've only just gotten back to giving blood. Oh yeah. Yep. And I was put off for it a little while ago. Cause as I was, you know, I was training for a marathon years ago and, um, sort of thought I could beat the advice, which I gave um, blood in the morning. I, I gave um, plasma. So plasma is the one oh, where they, yeah. they take the blood from you, they spin it around, they do whatever, but they, to give, they actually give you back your red blood cells. Yeah. Okay. So I sort of thought, oh, well, cool. I haven't really given, like I've still got all my sort of healthy <laughs> blood cells in there. So I actually trained that afternoon and went yeah. for a run and, and significantly pushed back, got sick not long after that, couldn't like my legs were sore uh everything like that and it just shows that just just give yourself time to recover yeah i know yeah yeah yeah. um and you'll be fine (laughs) whereas you think oh i don't want to miss one training session yeah but then you miss 16 afterwards yeah yeah um so yeah so i I gave blood yesterday really really wanted to do i felt good yesterday wanted to do some exercise in the afternoon and pulled myself back and just took the dog for a good walk yeah so did you get your ice latte absolutely yeah 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 nice and because i gave blood in the morning they still had the the little pie warmer was still fully chocked so i had a pie and a sausage roll uh, yep. If you give it in the afternoon, breakfast of tradies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pie sausage roll and an iced coffee. That is, <laughs> I was yeah. living the dream for a while. Just warn your high visit. Yeah. Whereas if you go in the afternoon, it's a it's a trick for young players is that that hot, all the snack bowls are basically emptied. So yeah, uh, I'll be booking in morning appointments from now on. Yeah, oh, I love that. Oh, you have to tell me you gave him a shout out next time. Yeah, absolutely. But um, and yeah. again, that that feeling of good, you know, feeling like you're doing something good, and it's such good vibes there. I yeah. sat there yesterday, and there's a whole bunch of people. And unfortunately, it's a lot of older people that are going and giving blood, which is great. Yeah. They've probably got time and and everything, but it's just great. It's a good vibes. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I love that. Well done, mate. Hey, thanks for bringing all that stuff to the table. That's and as I said, I I was putting this into practice myself, but not actually doing any of the active research. So thanks for doing that and, and carrying the show today. That's been really cool to hear and sit back and listen and, and reinforce some of the stuff that I have been trying to uh, get into my mind and, yeah. and into my psyche throughout this little period. So yeah, and I'll, I'll go down and lie down for another week. Absolutely, and just keep in mind that and look, the the advice I'd give is eke out one or two extra days of recovery while you're in the habit, you know, just tell yeah. you, just tell your missus that you just need the extra day. <laughs> Still no. struggling. Yeah. 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 You know, the, the, the reality is though, that I think it is very difficult as a, as a parent, as a, as a man and, but also just mm. to 
take time for yourself to do that proper recovery. But the part of this discussion is to sort of help you not feel that guilt and not feel that um, pressure to sort of recover quicker than you need. Take all the time you need, ask for help from all the right people. Just, you know, be, be sort of grateful for the help that you get. And then once, you, once you've recovered and a lesson from myself as well, once you're feeling right again, then you're able to sort of perform at your peak again and give, give the boys all the time they, yeah. they need as well and everything. But I think there's probably another episode in understanding our kids' needs to recover. I think yeah. I know me, a bit of a silly dad. You can push your kids hard sometimes. Mm. So that's something we might research yeah. next time too. I'll look into that next time. I love it. Let's get on really quickly then to some correspondence. I need to go and take some more painkillers now. So we'll, yeah. we'll wrap this up really quickly. We've had a couple of little things come in. We get a couple of um, the PWTTSs or the please oh, yeah. welcome to the stages. I had one come in this week that said Beers Boss and the Canadian Club Alternative, oh, which wow. is a reference. Was that last week that we that I had the Canadian Club? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's actually quite a, quite a well-thought-out one. Well done there. And we've had um, a little bit more come in. Now, the trick for our listeners at the moment, we have got these two Micks that keep riding in. One's We call one Mick A and one Michael. Yeah. So Mick A, who went missing for a while, has written in. He sent some photos of him listening to the podcast while doing his back lawn, I think. Yep. He was doing, um, yeah, he's doing some gardening there and looked like a pretty, pretty big job. So I was glad we could help you get through that, Mick. But he said he's um he's a bit over this other Mick imposter and he'll be the uh, number two in no time. So we've got a bit, of a bit of a Mick off going on at the moment. So we don't want to encourage that. We want to keep everyone happy and, and light in our community. But if there's a bit of competition, go for it, eh? Just some friendly competition. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. But if people want to keep writing in, I really, I must say, I apologize if I didn't write back to anyone this week or if Dallas didn't get onto it. We've both been busy. I've been high as a kite for a couple of days and and like zonked out. So where um, if we did write back and it didn't make sense, that was probably me. Or if we just didn't get around to it, we will soon. But if you want to write in, um, hit our email up, dadgamepodcast.outlook.com or our Instagram handle at dadgamepod. So keep sending in some topics and ideas and, and more dad hacks too. I'd love to get a couple of more dad hacks in there. Yep. Right, no, man. thank you. You um, you go off and rest, recover, and yeah. um, you know, I I know, and then your your performance next week is going to be absolutely insanely good. So, yeah, um, I've made big inroads the last couple of days. So give it another few days, and I think I'll be uh, I'll be bouncing out of a, out of my skin, ready to go. Awesome. Thanks for listening.